Wyman and Bob. Powered through the Alaska Airlines Studio. On Seattle Sports. Seahawks getting set for another Thursday night matchup, this time against the Dallas Cowboys. We get a chance to speak to a man who had a huge moment in the game against the 49ers. Wide receiver D. Eskridge in here with us. How are you, man? I'm doing great. Appreciate you guys having me. We appreciate you coming in, and, and uh, boy, that had to feel good. You know, because you've you've had a, a – your, your career has been stop, start, stop, start, dealing with injuries. It feels like you've never – had a chance just to string together game after game after game where you can get some kind of momentum. So getting that big return, that must have felt like, okay, finally. I, yeah. I just had this moment on film, this moment I've been waiting for. Most definitely. Yeah, I, I definitely want to start with just thanking God, um, you know, just allowing me to keep going. You know, there's a lot of times where it was, it was tough. You know, the ebbs and flows of this, this profession is hard. You know, so it definitely felt great. It felt like, you know, I was number one. You know, I, I finally felt like number one the first time since I've been here. So, you know, it felt great. I'm ready to keep it going now. I remember the, the 21 draft. You were the first guy picked here, right, um, in the top of the second round, I believe it was. I remember looking at you a lot and your story at Western Michigan because didn't you came came in as an offensive player? You played some defense too, right? Yeah, I actually came in as a running back. Um, I got a running back scholarship and then the – I think it was the first week of camp. Um, PJ Flick he moved me to receiver, and we had some of like the best the best running backs to ever come through Western Michigan there at the time. Um, yeah. So yeah, I learned how to play receiver first year of college. Yeah, and then defensive back, then you break a collarbone or something yep. like that. Yeah, yeah, I played. Um, I played both ways my true senior year, and then I ended up breaking my collarbone on offensive play. Yeah. So did that help you a little bit, though, um, now that you're a receiver, just playing defensive back and kind of knowing, you know, the, the, the mentality of the defenders? Yeah, it definitely, it definitely changed my mentality. Um, I felt like it definitely helped my physicality, um, just being from one side to the other, uh, you know, especially when it comes to blocking, uh, run out the catch. I felt like that just turned my mentality up, having to tackle somebody or get off blocks. Um, and then, you know, when it came to – some of the phases of DBs, you know, I used to think to myself, if I was playing DB right now, what would make me scared yeah. or what would put fear in me? Um, so, you know, I just kind of took that and keep keep applying it to my game. Did you return at all in college? Yeah, I returned. Um, it wasn't really too much. Um, the coach, I don't, I don't know why I wasn't really returning a lot, but I really started like my last two years. Okay. I was pretty much the returner, um, but not too much before then. It's crazy. Do you like it? Because it seems like a suicide mission. I mean, yeah. you got people running full steam ahead looking just to plant you. And he's Dave's talked about his time in the league when he came up with an interception and realized everybody's trying to kill me right now. Let me get out of bounds. It oh, takes yeah. a, he's got a few wires loose. It takes yeah. a different mentality to do yeah. that, though, right? I mean, that, Most definitely. Yeah. What, what, what is that like to once you have the, the ball secured and you're looking, you're, is there an oh, God feeling? <laughs> it's really like you, you just can't give a F. You know, excuse my language, uh, you know, but as soon as you get the ball, you know, you can't be thinking about anything other than where you need to be, how you need to get there. Uh, so, you know, it, it's definitely not for the week. Um, you definitely got to, like I told him on um, on last Thursday, you got to have some wires loose to be able to catch that ball, see the guys running. Same and then people run into don't do it. that, huh? <laughs> yeah. No, nah, not at all. Well, and the other thing, too, you talk about insane people, the people covering – kicks yeah. right because a lot of times it's linebackers and dbs that they want to make the team 
right? Mm-hmm. And they want to, you know, get the the big blow up shot. So well, that makes it tough. But and I'm actually I'm I'm the starter on kickoff too. So you know I, I just must be just a, a messed up individual. Yeah. When it comes. <laughs> well, do you? Sorry, Dave. Do, yeah. do you? We we sort of sit here and talk about man, they're trying to get the kickoff out of the game. There's all these rules that are in place, and it feels like eventually, hopefully we're wrong, but it feels like eventually. You're just going to start the game with the ball in the 25. There's going to be no return because it feels like they're yeah. trying to legislate it out. As a guy that's a returner and you're on coverage, how do you feel about? Do you feel that way? Um, you feel like they're trying to get. I that mean, out? with with the way the league is going, especially with the when it comes to defenders hitting, you know, the ball carriers, I feel like they're getting more and more to. You really can't do anything, so I feel like on kickoff and kick return. It's not really any technique tackles. You really just see the throwing your body or getting your body thrown into. Um, so, you know, I, I definitely could see it. You know, I'm one of those messed up individuals. I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, I see it being done or I want it to get done, you know, because I like what I do. Yeah. But I could definitely see that for sure. Well, and one of the things, too, is that that's how a lot of guys make the team. Mm-hmm. You know, I was mentioning earlier, so I played with a guy named, remember, Rufus Porter. Mm-hmm. Ruf would have never made the team if there hadn't been kickoff, you know, because mm-hmm. he flew down. He ended up being a pro bowler uh, as a defensive end, as a pass rusher, but that's how he got on the field. So that, to me, is is something that they're going yeah. to take away. You know, yeah. So. yeah, I always said the, the kickoff team, you know, not not literally, but I always say that's that's a team full of criminals. You know, them, <laughs> yeah. them the guys that's trying to trying to go make something happen. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, so you know, you were talking about uh, some of the safety things. How do you view those? Because the most recent one, I don't know if you've seen the hip drop tackle that people are talking about, which to me is just. It's just a tackle. I mean, it's like every other tackle. Yeah, but. and so they're like, "Well, you're going down on the guy's knees." But it's like, "Well, I mean, they're, it's momentum, yeah. you know." So it just, it is making the it is making it a lot tougher for the defenders. Do you yeah. do you pay attention to that and think, "No, yeah. there should be more protection," or do you think it's getting a little more ridiculous? Um, I feel like it's kind of like when something happens, it's like, boom, this is the worst thing in the world right now. You know, because I, I remember that hip tap. What was it? The Florida QB? Yeah, or yeah. That, yeah, that, that was started that. Was that, that a hip drop tackle? On that? Yeah, that's when I had first started, you know, hearing about the, the – I really didn't even know it had a name. Yeah. yeah, I never knew the hip drop. I don't tackle. think it did until this season. It's the worst you know. thing that could have happened is that they gave it a name. You know what I'm saying? Been... Yeah, because everybody's going to be talking about it now. Um, but I, you know, as a defender playing defense, um, it's hard to be able to stop yourself right there because you're not really thinking about anything that I need to get him down right now. You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel like it's bad situations that come with football. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, being an offensive player, that type of tackle, that hurts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I haven't got tackled like that. It hasn't been an aggressive injury or anything. But, you know, it's a, it's a tough tackle. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But at the same time, the defenders, I, I couldn't see them. Like, what can you t- what can you tell them or what can you teach them to be able to make that happen? Oh, I, I like. Think. I like. Sorry to interrupt you. I, I, I feel. I like what you said that it's football and the danger comes with it. Yeah. Like that. That's part of it. Yeah. And that's why not everybody will do it. And that's mm-hmm. why NFL players get paid lots of money. And for sure. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe you could explain the success of the brotherly shove that <laughs> we see. The thing. The Eagles seem to be the only team that yeah. can do it, and everybody knows it's coming. Uh-huh. And we're, we've been talking about going. Why are they? We've seen other teams try it, and they can't do it. Mm-hmm. Do you do you pay much attention to that? Why it's yeah. so effective? 
I feel like the Eagles, they definitely, they just mastered it. You could tell they put a lot of time into it. Um, is it just tell. them getting lower than everybody, or is it? I don't know the specific details, you know, but it, it works. You know, they are low uh, <laughs> each time. <laughs> I don't you think they're going to tell anybody. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I just feel like with them, you could, you could just tell they put a lot of time and emphasis on that play. Yeah. You Can't know, stop so, it. Yeah. Yeah, you can. You can't stop that. I feel yeah. like they got the right people and uh, everything for it to be great, really. So the NFL screws up pretty much every uh, major holiday. We got Thanksgiving game. We got uh, Christmas Eve. Uh, we got New Year's Eve. Did you do anything for um, for Thanksgiving? I mean, did you get mashed potatoes, gravy, any of that <laughs> stuff? A lot of guys I, like macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Yeah. On. See, yeah, it was uh, it it was different this year, because uh, especially with the short week, and then we went straight into the game. Yeah. You know, I didn't really get to eat Thanksgiving food until the next night, and it was one of my teammates' um, families that cooked. Oh, so nice. it was it was just, it was completely different for me this year. Uh, you know, but I enjoyed myself though for sure. You know, it was definitely a a time of just being grateful. You yeah. know, for everything that's going on. Who cooked for you? Um, it was DJ Dallas. Yeah, uh, his family DJ, cooked. Yeah, nice. he invited a lot of the guys over there. It was a great time. Did he do any cooking, or was he? I'm not even going. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the food was eat. good, so I don't want to give him the credit. I'm, I'm going to say his family cooked. All right. All right. <laughs> well, man, we, we appreciate you coming in. Obviously, we wish you nothing but the best coming up this uh, this Thursday against Dallas, and hopefully we're getting getting back into the win column talking about those games. Yes, sir. Appreciate Thank you guys for having me. There Let's you go. It. There's D. Eskridge. Our Seahawks player spotlight is presented by Quantum Fiber.